This week on the Big Eyes Podcast, we catch you guys up on everything we've been reading on our break. Is Black Clover underrated? Who's the bigger villain, Kaido or All for One? And Big Maki Hive, Big Toji Hive. All this and more on this episode of the Big Eyes Podcast. I'm mad. I try to. You're gonna continue to scream. <laughs> I press record. Yeah, I thought I was gonna catch you getting super hyped. Hey yo. Hey man. I know we just started. Welcome back. You know that's a crazy way to start, but like I'm also watching the Hawks game, man. Like you know, shout out to my boys. <laughs> if y'all don't know, if y'all don't know, AD, 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 real Atlanta dog. He Atlanta to the heart. So I know right hey, now his. He healed a different hey man, levels listen, of this Hawks Just got game. news about uh, Julio to the Titans, bro. Like, I'm sad that we couldn't make this man, you know, get this man a ring. But all all best wishes for the man. He, I, I mean, bro, y'all could have. We're not going to talk about that. That shit's so, that shit's so disappointing, <laughs> bro. Let me have my night with the Hawks right now, man. We're not talking about that no more. We all know the Hawks right now. Amen. Amen. Y'all get good I got it right. Right now I'm on the high with the Hawks. The Braves is kind of disappointing me. Like what? Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait, wait. What? Oh my god. Wait, hold up, please. Bruh, 28 seconds left. I'm sorry. Get this ball down court immediately. Are they fouling? Let's go. Oh my god. This is a this welcome is back. <laughs> Shout out to our Hey, shout, yeah, shout, shout out to, to RSPN. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to shout out to Mark Jeff. Oh my gosh, man, big eyes, we're back, man. Oh, man, listen, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? We're back. We are, you know, we we're in the the you already know the manga Dundadas, the warlords of this manga shit. We back. It's been a fun little month off. I mean, missed you guys. You know, missed talking shit. I miss yeah. conversating. So, man, let's. I, man, I'm. I'm excited. I'm, I'm. I'm really excited. It's been a fun month where I've, I've been able to just sit back and read and catch up on things and read things and yeah, you know. Yeah, but man, listen, big eyes, we're back. back. I think for me with this month, like I. It didn't feel like I had to be so pressured to like catch up on like a lot of stuff at the same time, man. Like taking a month, you just sit back and just casually enjoy everything, man. I don't went through like a, a couple of different manga, but I think the biggest thing that I've read this past month is from um uh Horihiko Araki. If you don't know who that is, it's the JoJo author. Um, you know, shout out to JoJo, shout out to all the JoJo fans out there. Shout out to uh OG Johnny Five, like that oh, man. he's been having. A, <laughs> hey, listen, this man has had. There's been a JoJo's revival in the lookout <laughs> chat because of Johnny, because of J Five, man. Hey, like man. he, the the JoJo's talk is absolutely crazy right now in the chat. Yeah, man, <laughs> it's always J5. good, bro. Like it's good to see him. Go I've never part. seen it. I've only seen. I only seen part one, and part one was really good, and I enjoyed it. But I have not moved on from anything from after part one. Y'all make me want to watch it, though. Hey, man, this is the thing about it, though. Like, and that's why I appreciate reading this book because he even talks about like his successes and failures in JoJo's. Like, part for me, my favorite part animated right now is part four. It's it's so good, and I think he's 
going through part four right now. Um, but the thing about Araki with him and his publications and Shonen Jump with this book, you see him like lay out the different foundations of what he's worked with, what his successes were, such as, you know, making sure that your first page is like the most eye catching thing to from your first page to your first chapter. If those, if you can't get your editor to read through all of those things that Shonen Jump, then, you know, you're not going to be successful. And so he goes through all of that. He shows like how he transitioned from like the muscular style from his like part one through three to like a more relaxed style with part four on. And it's, it's so good. He he from the characters to how he lays out his writing. It, it's so good that I, I really suggest if you want to like write a novel or start making your own manga or anything like that, pick that book up, bro. It's, it's literally called Manga in Theory and Practice. It, it's so good, my guy. It, I I look at manga differently now because of this man, bro. Like it, it's it's crazy how detailed he gets when um he goes into all of this stuff, and it's really just like him, just like gushing about his past success and his past work. It, it's so good, man. Yeah, that's dope. It's always cool when you get a you get to first of all dive into a mind of you know a mangaka and you know and writers and and authors because their thought process is so different than than us fans because you know we're seeing the final product you know with them as they're creating it i know that their process of how they want things to look and you know what their intent is with things is completely different than probably sometimes than we perceive um yeah you know manga especially uh, enjoying manga especially in america where how we have to consume manga is much different than how they probably consume manga in Japan is really cool because we it's a whole different process for us. You know, we have, yeah. you know, and shout out to Mike Montessa, you know, when we did our interview with him, he really opened my eyes too of just the, the behind the scenes stuff for us that, that has to happen for us to even enjoy manga. So it's like you get the yeah. process of the author who makes it, then you get the process of like the editors, the translators, and all of them, you know, in America, and like the how you know they have to, you know, they how they have to keep that essence, but then put it in like an American, yeah. you know, like even especially like yeah. translators, you know, and and whatnot. So the you know manga's fun, man. Like that's yeah. that is the 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 one thing that I just that hit home for me. Like where I was just. You know, at home reading manga. Unlike AD, I was smoking through shit. Like even AD hey, was like, <laughs> I'll be texting AD, and he would be like, "What chapter are you on?" I'd be like, oh, I'm on "Like chapter 80. and he'd be like, "Oh, okay, cool." And then be like, "End of the day," he'd be like, "Oh, damn, how far are you?" I'd be like, "Oh, now I'm on like chapter 200 now." He'd be like, hey, Bro, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I was sitting here like, my guy, like, first of all, shout out to you for that. Like when I was, when you sent me those messages, I was like, okay, I like this. I like this. This is, this is the character growth that we need from, <laughs> okay, from all so, the manga and anime fans. All right, listen, <laughs> before we get into to some other stuff that we've been reading while we've been on break, let me just, let me get the hard part out first. Um, I have to eat the crow on this episode. Uh. I want it seared hard. Hopefully there's a sauce that goes over on top of it, maybe over a bed of some fresh greens. <laughs> but I was wrong about Black Clover. God, I want to throw up after saying that. 
I was wrong about Black Clover. Um, you know, I've I you know we've talked about it on here. I've kind of jumped in and out of it, in and out, and, and I just couldn't fully just sit there and just fully get into it. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna just read it from you know read it until where we're at now." Now, granted, that first part was very hard to get through. Asta is a very hard um, protagonist for me to really get into. And I think that was the issue is that if I can't at least get like the, the, the main protagonist doesn't have to be my favorite character. I don't, I don't care. You know, even like, yeah. even if you look at something like my hero academia, Deku isn't my favorite character. I, to be honest, I don't know if Deku cracks my top five. Eh, maybe my top five. Yeah. He doesn't crack my top three for sure. He's probably either four or five or six. He's he's one of those. But hey, man, listen. After vigilantes, I got some words about like more characters that we might have to discuss. Oh and yeah, man. Shout out, yeah. shout out to shout out to Eraserhead. Um, mm-hmm. shout out to my dog. But so well, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm just gonna push through, push through, push through. So I'm reading it. I'm reading it. I'm starting to find other little side characters, and I'm starting to like. I'm still starting to do some cool things. I'm like, okay, cool, like. Um, I'm like, okay, I still, you know, no, let's say he, he gets, he gets so many, listen, man, I don't know what, what type of game this nigga be playing, but I don't know, isn't, <laughs> bro, isn't a game crazy, listen, he got him lined up, um, you know, but, <laughs> you know, I continue to read it, and it was one specific point where the series takes a turn, now, it did do the dumb thing where it kind of like revived the character, but it's okay because it ends up kind of making sense. But yeah. when the Wizard King Julius dies, um, during like the beginning of the whole Elves War and all that, when he dies, that is when I was like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, "This is kind of fucking heat," like you know, like the 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 plot twist now i always felt that um the 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 leader of the uh, the golden shit why don't you want to say golden eye because probably because i'm thinking uh, of golden dawn golden dawn i keep want to say golden eye because i'm thinking of nintendo 64 <laughs> um but shit. no the the leader of golden dawn like the whole like him really being lich and like his, no you I've always had like you always had a weird feeling about him because you know he has the mask on I think anytime a character consistently has a mask on you're already like you know you're suspecting them of being up to something shady but and yeah. you know you have that moment between him and Yami when Yami is like take off your mask let me see your face you know because you know uh, even Yami was having his uh you know he was suspicious of some shit. But that moment where you kind of figure out that him and Lich are like the same person, and you know Lich is really this elf, and they they've been living inside this. It's like two souls in the same body. I was like, okay, this shit's kind of like this shit's going crazy. Like this shit's here. Yeah. Um, and then you get the whole Elves War that was absolutely amazing. Um, you know, you learn, you start to learn more about Asta and his like anti magic powers. Uh, you know, you learn more about the L's. Well, man, shout out to the L's, bro. They were, they were really, um, you know what I'm saying? They were, they were some, you know, marginalized people, you know? So I, yeah. I, you know, that's not understood the struggle. Uh, you know, and then, you know, you get through the L's war, 
then you figure out that in reality, the reason why all this shit happens is because of this demon. And then how that leads into the next arc slash the current arc that we're kind of into now, you're kind of just like, mm-hmm. oh shit. Like, you know, it, it, it expands the it's world. It's a whole nother yeah, side. It's a whole nother side. And then it kind of, they, how they are able, how they use that moment to expand the world. And then you expand into the different kingdoms Then you get into you know, the spade kingdom. Shout out to my dog, you know, you know, over here, yeah. you know, out here, bro. Wind spirit, <laughs> young, high, prince. young prince, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, you get into that. So I've become a fan of black clover. Now, AD helped me a little bit because he's like, bro, listen, you can't read black clover and read it with the same mindset that you read some other manga with. Like you can't read it in, the, in terms of this like top dog manga. Yeah, because personally, I still don't feel that it it really is. Um, but in turn, like if if you compare it to to other mangas, like I don't I don't feel it's in the same league as Jujutsu Kaisen. I don't feel it's in the same league as uh my hero. I don't even feel it's in the same league as One Piece. I do feel that it is very very popular though, and I do feel that it is it's not in. I wouldn't put it in the. I would put it probably in the tier below them. I could I could agree with that. I can agree with that. I'll probably put them in the tier below them. And it's weird because they're in this weird middle ground where I don't feel that they are a cornerstone for Shonen Jump, but they are definitely above everything else that's kind of going on in Shonen Jump. They're just not at that that level of the others are. It's like a gatekeeper manga for me. Like if if you're better than Black Clover, then I feel that okay, like you're you're able to move on to the next level. Like if you're not better than Black Clover, like you gotta stay, you know, it's like a gatekeeper. Um See, <laughs> I, I, you know, for some, they would probably like disagree with that statement. Oh, they definitely. Like, they don't probably gotta get some but, hate. But that. here's the thing, no, because here's the thing. I, 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 I agree with you in the sense that it's a gatekeeper manga. But like, I look at Black Clover as the new entry wave for new manga fans or new anime fans like something like my hero because it's superhero heavy and like it's based on like comics and everything like that i think that's another entry and gateway manga for like newer manga fans but i think black clover can also do that in that regard because it kind of shows you what manga can really do like it's one of the things that i they explain in uh araki's book also where shonen jumps Shonen Jump's three pillars are friendship, effort, and victory. And you can see that clear as day. Oh, yeah, definitely. Black listen, Clover. <laughs> Black Clover, it, it feeds you, man. Listen, it feeds you that bitch on a platter. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, there's, <laughs> listen, Black, I mean, I agree with you, though. I think that Black Clover is, if if there's a person that's like, I want to get into Shonen, I want to kind of get, or get into, like, manga, I would tell them to read Black Clover because it's, it hits all those key points. Um, there's enough like mystery in the story to kind of keep you wanting to read more, but it's not so overly complicated to the point where you're like, I don't under really stand what's going on and this and that. Yeah. Um, and there's even some things like when when it's not even like that heavy into it, when they drop like those small little twists that you would like completely forget about because it's like, okay, in the grand scheme of things, this kind of wouldn't make sense but when you look back on it and when they introduce that plot twist it's like oh it was right there in front of us the whole time it's just like we ain't never really think about it and black clover kind of does that so subtly well where like you're so focused on these character 
these character moments because it's so character focused and character driven um and it's building them up throughout the entire story but when you get to those moments where the twist happens it's like oh well that makes sense in the context of what's going on because of something that was set up prior long before and i think black clover does that really well and doesn't get enough credit for it i would say some examples but i would say like just go read it um but yeah man yeah, Black Clover is gas. No, nah, it's good. If you're definitely looking for, I think Black Clover is definitely a good entryway point to like the newer generation of Shonen right now. Like, it's a good yeah. entry point for like the newer generation of Shonen. If you're like someone that's like, I want to like, you know, you know, you want to, you want something a little different than what's currently happening. Like, there's, yeah, but I think it's for for the newer generation for what we're currently reading, what anime and manga is looking like now. Black Clover is definitely a great entryway point. Um, but we'll talk more about Black Clover later. Um, some other things that I got through. Um, Blue Exorcist. And Blue Exorcist is one of those ones where I've heard mixed reviews about it consistently. Like, I know some people will absolutely despise it. I know some people will absolutely love it. I know some people are in the middle ground and it's good. I'm a fan of it. Uh, I think that it does the whole spirit magic demon thing really really well um you know especially you know you talk about like satan and exorcist and you know, all these things so i i i think it does it very well i like the fact that they the, the a lot of the strife that happens in blue exorcist is you can see it's a lot of like internal like you see that these people like actually have like inner things that they're really dealing with and there is, you know, it's bigger than them just trying to, like, kill Satan. It's, like, bigger than them just yeah. trying to, you know, they have, like, this mission, this goal that they're going after. Like, no, like, half the time, these motherfuckers be in their own way. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, like, you really yeah. be seeing, like, their own mental blocks, their own insecurities, these own things. And it's, sometimes it's not even having to deal with um, having to deal with, like, their own powers or something it's sometimes it's like real life shit that they're kind of dealing with or like you know as a as a team that as they're dealing with like shit um like yeah they they talk about how hit you know rin's inability to like talk about his emotions and feelings or just say that he likes someone like how that be fucking him up on the battlefield you know what i'm saying like it's little shit like it's like their own little emotional traumas that they gotta go through but I, I, you know, I got all the way through Blue Exorcist, which I really loved. Um, you know, and and a fan of. Yeah, I think I think Blue Exorcist. I haven't gotten through it. Um, I will say I have seen the anime for it. Um, and I do plan to dive back into it. And you're right about the the whole, you know, dealing with their emotions thing. I think from what I've seen so far, it deals with a lot of like depression and anxiety within all of these characters, even with like the the beginning uh, with. Uh, father fujimoto and how just a slight little thing that ren said to him kind of like you know hit him really hard hard mm-hmm. like no spoilers but that's like the first episode because and it's like damn like just inviting that small little thought into your mind like maybe somebody doesn't love me maybe somebody really doesn't care for me what about this what about that and you just invite those small things and it tumbles into like a deep anxiety anxiety moment and i think blue exorcist is really one of those special ones where it is can speak to you on a deeper level if you feel like 
you know, feel those type of emotions all because I we go through those every day. Like I, yeah. I think everybody has those has those moments. And I think if you if you want something to speak to you on uh that type of level and show you like, hey, you know, maybe everything isn't as bad as it seems, you know, just think about the people around you, the situation that you're in. You know, Blue Exorcist is that type of story. And I think it's really wholesome in that regard. Oh yeah, definitely. Um I I mean you hit it you know you you hit the nail right on the head of it, it it talks about a lot even just how curses and you know all these things are even able to get into the world is that they're based off human emotion they're based off these negative uh, emotions that humans let off and you know they grow and like you said the you know it's gonna be episode one it's on chapter one too but when father fujimoto when he gets possessed it literally was yeah. an instant of him just losing his cool and like a moment of yeah. like him like letting just a little negative thought into his head that caused him to have this moment. And like you said, yeah. if, if you know, if you're a person, I mean, that's real life shit. All it really does sometimes is just take yeah. one negative thought to like fuck you up sometimes, you know? And I like how exactly. they, you know, they, it's, it's fancy, but a lot of that emotion that they portray in there is, is based on a lot of realism of, damn, like, that's actually, like, a real emotion. Like, it's a real thing that, that a person feels or a person would feel. Um, you know, it may not be me attempting to, you know, learn how to master a spell, but, like, there have been times where yeah. it's, like, you try to learn, you're trying to go learn a new skill, and you get frustrated, and you're, like, you know, you look at people probably around you and next to you that are learn- trying to learn this new thing, and they're picking it up, and you're behind, and, like, so... It, I, I love how, um, yeah, the the emotions that they are able to tap into Blue Exorcist. Uh, but I mean, it was, you know, it's it's definitely a fun uh, a fun manga to read. Uh, shoot, what else? Man, I was reading everything. Um, Let's see. I I went through. Um, the only thing I honestly got through besides like the Iraqi book was Astra Lost in Space. And that was actually pretty. That was a pretty fun read. It's like forty nine chapters. It's basically about a group of kids who are on a science expedition, uh, for their school and accidentally get like sent to a different side of the universe. And there's like a whole conspiracy behind it. Like it is something with the government that sent these kids that far. Meanwhile, the kids are trying to like find their way back home because they like look at, they all have different skill sets. And so they're trying to like use the knowledge that they've learned to basically make their progression back home, like slowly but surely. Um, So they go through like a whole bunch of different planets, look at the ecosystem, take what they've learned from like home, such as like, uh, the different plants that they that we have on Earth, and compare it to like the ecosystem there, so they can like collect food, uh, make water, understand like how to survive it on these different types in these different types of ecosystems, and it's kind of like apocalyptic in a way because it's like shit, bro. Like, what if this really happened to Earth? Like, how would we be able to survive these type of situations? And so I think with uh, Astro Lost in Space, it's a really fun short read. Like all the characters are pretty dope. The plot twists, you know, you might project them from like a mile away, but when they hit, it's like, damn, bro. Like the other ones you won't really see coming. And I think it's a really fun read in that regard. Um, so go, I would say, yeah, go definitely read Astro Lost in Space, like 49, 50 chapters, pretty short. Also, Record of Ragnarok. That shit is. I need to tag. I know you sent me that shit. I gotta. <laughs> I gotta get reading on that. I saw. I read like the hey, first man. few. I read the first few chapters. That shit's different. That shit's really different. That shit. That shit is hard. Like if you if you're not sold on the uh, manga, 
wait for the anime because anime starts i think either this month or next month i like how they just mix but, in all the the all the mythological gods and all that like that's just tight yeah man i think go ahead no I, I think i just i think it's tight I, like i said you sent it to me i remember you telling me to read it i got like a couple a few chapters in and i got caught up reading all the other shit that i was reading but yeah i yeah i think I think if you want something that's just like straight fight, straight hands, and then like goes <laughs> like that was something I was just like, dang, I ain't expected to be like this. But then we get my favorite part was the the Adam fight versus um who was it? Zeus. Oh my god. <laughs> that shit was fantastic. That had the that had the best interpretation of Genesis. I'm sorry. Like the Adam and Eve story. That that was that was the best thing. Hands down, you can't convince me otherwise. At this point, they need to put that in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> no, baby. Yeah, I mean, I just know that if you're, if you're a fan of you know mythology, gods, all that, like Reckon the Ragnarok is definitely something for you. Um, yeah, dang, yeah. I'm trying. I was reading everything, man. I was reading Boys Over Flowers. I was really tight. That shit was dark. That shit was low, really dark. <laughs> so far, it's funny. It's really. You know, it is um, you know, it's a old, it's an older manga. I don't know exactly what year it was written, but you can obviously tell from the art style that it was older, uh, maybe nineties. I think so. Um, okay. Uh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, but no, it, it's no, it's based on a young lady and her going to this like elite school, but she's kind of lower class, and here's these, you know, you know this boys called the you no know, the, the flower four who are you know super elite super rich and they got like all this power over the school and they're able to do things and obviously her and one of them find this connection and she keeps you know she you know they fall into some hijinks and some antics but like it also like speaks a lot to like classism and just kind of you know classism uh, sexism the you know they touch on some like assault abuse shit and i was like yo like this is it's like damn, like there's some funny moments, but there are definitely some moments you're just like, yo, this is it's kind of dark. <laughs> like, this is this is, no, is kind of <laughs> heavy right now. It's some heavy shit, but um, something really cool else I was reading, and I'll, all right, I'll let you finish, and then I'll get on my on my on my last my last uh, highlight of what I was reading this uh, You already know where I'm going uh, to. Oh Jesus! Um, I was just gonna say the, <laughs> the the only other thing that I've really read through was uh, World War Blue. Um, it had a small three episode anime that came out way back in the day, but it's essentially like the console wars, uh, Nintendo versus Sega. It's centered around um, the person named Gear, who is the embodiment of Sonic. Um, he's essentially from a small village. Like it got destroyed by you know the Nintendo army. And he's just like one of the last few people of his village. So he's working on like trying to, you know, jump across the river because in, you know, in Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic is trash in the water. Like he can't really move fast. So they kind of like play up all of Sonic's weaknesses into gear. But then they also have like other characters. Like they have the personification of Mario, Luigi. They're like generals of the Nintendo army. You have uh, people from Fantasy Star. If you're a really big fan of like the Nintendo and Sega games, I would highly suggest you like tap into World War Blue. It's it's really good. Um, it even goes into like some of the offshoot type of um, you know game franchises. Like there's a there's a person who's like Tetris, but all he does is make dirty jokes. That shit is ridiculous. He's like, bruh. 
is <laughs> it, it, insane. But he's he's also one of the cleanest people that to fight against. It's 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 so good in a different way. Um, I think it's really slept on. Uh, I I only picked it up because I was one of those people who saw it way back in the day, and I was like, bro, they need to like drop some more heat for this. Like this cannot fly under the radar. I'm a gamer, so like when when I saw this, it just really spoke to me. And yeah, I think it's always cool when manga um references either other mangas or other like pop culture things i always think that's really yeah. cool it's always really fun because you get to connect with it in a different way like you said like you know uh, you're, you're a heavy gamer so reading a manga that is you know influenced and you know you see you know on you know nintendo games and whatnot is really cool or when you're reading a manga like the one i'm about to rant about for Probably like three oh, minutes man. before. I oh, I, I give you like five. Give me like five minutes straight. Give me like five minutes straight to go All crazy. Right, go for it. But yeah, uh, yeah, but uh, but uh, no, nah, man. I think that it's always cool when you just see those little tiny tidbits and little Easter eggs in it. Because, like you say, like when you're a fan of other things outside of manga, or you fan of other mangas, and you see these artists um, or these mangaka like also showing their fandom with it. You be like, yeah, damn, like that's cold, like you know what I'm saying. You be like, you know, yeah, exactly. You know, be like damn, like damn, they like they just like me, like they enjoy this just like me. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> so it, it's as those moments in, in manga are always my favorite because it, you know, it in a sense it humanizes the mangaka a bit because you know we we yeah. you know we see them as just you know we see a lot of them as you know this, you know here's this great artist who writes this great story. And you know you feel connected with them through the story, but then you see that you like feel connected with them as like another like human, like another person. You're like, oh shit, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I've ever met up with them. Like shit, you could you could really just yeah. like strike a conversation with these. Yeah, people. Like, like you like if I ever meet up with them, like I don't have like like I won't just talk to them about like their work. I also talk to them like, hey, I saw that you referenced that. Like you are you a fan? Like you're a fan of that too? Like yeah. you know? So those moments are always great. And one manga that I read that does that excellently all throughout got crazy all types of easter eggs throughout it is food wars now i know i've talked about food wars about this a few times on this uh you know on this show i hadn't got all the way through it it was so here's here's the thing all right boom so when you first start food wars it hits you over the head immediately with the over like over the topness like immediately so sometimes when you're like, you know, when you're reading that beginning, you know, really getting into it, it kind of fucks you up a bit because you just be like, yo, like, why is it like, why is it so like raunchy? Like, why is it so like this? Like you try, you know, it, it's, you know, it's funny, but at the time, like you can't take it serious, but you continue to read it. You continue to go through Soma's story. You continue to meet all these other characters and yo, food wars is that motherfucking deal i read all of it it's that fucking code i man listen s plus tier like i told fucking ad is s plus tier for me i like the 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 story is absolutely amazing um i just you know the you know you go through the fall classic and then you get you know the you know um um what well, damn what's her name's uh the divine tongue her dad comes in and then you get like yeah you no know, you get past beats. the insanity yeah you get the it's just so fucking crazy and like you know it's you know as a as a as a person who is in the culinary world you know i usually don't try to i'm not saying like i keep you know keep things separate but it's like you know 
I, you know, manga is such an escape to me. So it's kind of like for me, I'm like, I'm not trying, like, I'm not going to really jump into a manga that's about cooking. I do it every single day for work. But this shit, like, ignited a passion in me that I was like, God damn, like, this shit is, bruh, I fucking love Food Wars. I fucking love Food Wars. Food Wars is, is so great. I, I'm too excited to really able to, you know, explain everything why I like it so much. I got to calm down. Maybe I'll do it on another episode. But Food Wars is amazing. Yeah. I'm so happy that I finally took the time to like sit down and actually read it and not read it in a way where I'm like, I'm trying to read and analyze. I'm like, I'm happy I was able to read it and take it for what it is and take it for what it was. Like, I didn't have to like see the raunchiness and like try to break it and dissect it down. Like, why is it ha ha ha? So whatever. It was like, Food, food Wars is, is great because it, you know, through even even outside the raunchiness that that's absolutely hilarious and sometimes it's like you're like yo you're wilding um <laughs> it, it just it just has these really great moments i think even you know you especially when you look at soma's um his interaction with every other character um you know especially like i think a big moment is when he loses the fall classic because you know up until that point he's like smoking everyone his age like smoking everyone in his age yeah. he's like bro listen like now i've been cooking and running a restaurant since i was young like this is nothing to me um but then you start um eat rio and you get uh damn what's his name i can't even remember his name right now um but once he loses the fall classic you know it's like he's like shit like there's actually some other really good kids my age, <laughs> you know. He's like, oh fuck, like now, yeah. and you see that moment, not only push him to be better, but I think one big thing about Food Wars that it talks about is having having a specialty or or have like your your individualism with cooking. Um, and at that yeah. moment, that was when. Someone was like, shit, I like I need to find my specialty. Like, what is my, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is my style of cooking? What yeah. is that? What is that someone's style of cooking? And you know, you see him through his journey from that point on, you know, figure that out. You know, you meet, you know, the the original you know, the 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 council of ten, and you meet all of them and how all of them have their different things. Um, you know, the you know they have uh, some great JoJo references throughout. They have some great, you know, some other really, really good ones throughout. It's just, ah, man, Food Wars is great. Food Wars is absolutely amazing. I love Food Wars from, from top to bottom. So I, that's probably my, that is easily my favorite thing I've read in the last month is, is Food Wars. Everything else is really, really good. My color is good, but so Food Wars is another. Food Wars had me so drilled in. That was, that was the, Oh, uh, that was one of the nights where I I, I uh, sent you the screenshot when Shonen Jump hit me with the hundred <laughs> chapter limit, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "When did this happen?" Hey, he said, "Yo, bro, you wildin'? Ain't no way you reading this much, bro. You gotta calm down." I man, listen, I've been reading so much. It's been fun, but you know, it's yeah. Listen, this this past month has been really great to to just catch up on different things, read different things. Um. You know, Viz is. I th I don't know if they either a updated the library, or I just wasn't really looking and or paying attention. But like the stuff that they updated with was really cool. I be, I read Claymore. I've been reading Claymore a bit, and that's pretty tight. Um, 
but yeah, man, uh, it, it's been a fun month being able to just to read and and you know get get to learn or uh, not to learn, but like just to read and get into new things. Yeah, um, I will say this is gonna probably bridge into like the stuff that you know we got to keep up on but i have been reading uh vigilantes for my hero i have been catching up oh yeah same here same here vigilantes is that deal vigilantes is that hey i was we we gonna have to we gonna have to have like a my hero versus vigilantes talking man listen we gotta we gotta we gotta get the we gotta connect the the past to the present and and do the you know it is it was bro vigilantes is so like i think my hero is doing something so great in that, you know how we have a lot of uh, anime and manga that'll do the sequel series, you know what I'm saying? And it'll do it after the main story is over, or they'll do like the spinoff or something like that. Like some type of Star Wars, Clone Wars type shit, you feel me? But then we have my hero here that's telling the prequel at the same time as the main story. And it's like, you get to see all of the plot lines connect. You get to see backstories for like, all of these different characters. We get a stain origin story. We see Aizawa in his beginnings. Shout out to uh his purple highness. Wait till y'all get to that far. Hey, Prince. Um, hey, real Minnesota <laughs> shit. Real Minnesota <laughs> shit. That shit was wild. I was like, bro, y'all just y'all just capping on this one. Like, y'all actually inserted this nigga. That shit is gold. Um, shout out to we get to see like the number one hero in the US, and he has a whole story. Hey, you talking so about bro. Homelander? So- you talking about just Homelander Light? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Homelander Light, bro. bro. You have to, you have to, you have to. Uh, oh man, man he had them cases. The boy had them yeah, cases. Man. They was out for blood with that guy. But, um, shout out to Koichi though. Like to, to see the growth with that main character as opposed to like Deku. It's like current Deku is on some real hard shit right now. Man, like, listen, like listen. that shit is. Current current Deku on another goddamn level. Chapter three fifteen was yeah. wild. <laughs> shout out, shout yeah. out, hey, we- <laughs> hey, listen, bro. Chapter three fifteen. Y'all may talk about villains. Y'all may talk about you know what I'm saying. Y'all may talk about villains and and sinister people. Not many niggas right now are touching for that man. Uh, all for one because yeah, that nigga <laughs> who puts a. <laughs> Who puts a bomb claws on a person, bro? <laughs> so, like, who puts a bomb claws on a person? He says, "Yo, listen, I do. Listen, I don't know if you, I don't know if you really built for this or not. But <laughs> if you not, it's gonna well put something inside of you. Also, that's gonna that's gonna explode. Just a just a, yeah, just a contingency." <laughs> Just in case you really built for this life or not, man. He's man. Listen, I'm. That is. A, he's a sinister human, like a sinister villain, like an absolute sinister villain. I like. Oh my god, that is. Oh man. So listen, since we've been gone, my hero has been. My hero has been on on quite a journey since we've been gone. Yeah. All gas, no brakes. All gas, no brakes. Uh, you know, you get you no know, Deku. He's running around. And he is pretty much right now. They're working on finding Shigaraki. They're right now. They're working on yeah. finding um, all for one and trying to figure out like, okay, like where are they at? And uh, um, you know, Deku went rogue for a little minute. Man, it wasn't the, real you know, rogue. He just it war. wasn't even really rogue. I mean, it's not really rogue. It's like a little plot thing, man. But like, you see that 
they have Lady Nagan and Overhaul there uh, hunting Deku down on his ass. Overhaul is like trying to find the boss that he used to work for. Um, I have been like watching a little bit of My Hero, like trying to like catch up to the anime. Um, but you see Overhaul in the back, just like trying to find his boss and you know talk to him or whatever. And you got Lady Nagan here, who used to be Hawks's mentor, and just like gunning Deku down like she is cold like one of the author notes for um for Shonen Jump had Horikoshi say hey yo she's definitely inspired by Wanted like the Wanted bullets yeah the curtain bullets yeah that shit was so hard man like she is so cold oh Awful One didn't have to do that bro (laughs) that man is weak so (laughs) if you don't know who Lady Nagan is she is so Originally, she was a hero, and there is a, a moment when she when she first makes her entrance. Um, first of all, I fell in love immediately, and AD even told yeah. me he was like, "Once you read the new chapter, he was like, you're gonna find yourself a new boo." And I did. Shout out to Lady Naga. <laughs> well, now she's dead, I think. So you know, our short lived loved was amazing. Um, but no, so even Snipe says he was like, "Listen, I'm I'm cold." but she's next level um yeah and, her ability out yeah like he was just like you know i'm the best sharpshooter and you know he was like, i'm the best sharpshooter now only because she's not around like that like he's yeah, literally like bro listen she's still around i would be number two like he he's even uh you know he even admits this but she was a former hero uh, who was working uh for the hero you know for the hero society doing all these things and uh, first of all this is like really the I'm going to say the first time, but this is like one of those rare times where they kind of bring up murder <laughs> uh, a lot, yeah. especially with her. Like, you know, her, like she didn't just like take out villains. Like she was like legit. You know what I'm saying? Like murder, like off in these cats, like off in villains. Um, and, you know, pretty much she's one of those ones who, who saw hero society kind of for what it was. Um, mm. But, you know, in you know, it, it hit her on the on the side of like, um, you know, she she was, it hit her in one of those ways where it was she was not being done being a hero just kind of wasn't enough. She was like, ah, nah, I need to I need to get some payback. Um, yeah, you know. So at the time, I think it was like it wasn't the there was a time where she quit or when she was quitting that she you know she was putting in her resignation to the head of the hero society at the time. And it looked like he, he was about to, you know, try to pull a quick draw on her. And she had to, you know, yeah. she had to, she had to do the same thing, you know, and you listen, real shooter shoot. And so she let it off and, you know, killed him. And then she ended up in Tartarus. And then, you know, the whole breakout thing happens and she ended up, you know, she, you know, off, uh, all for one Caesar. And he's like, yo, listen, actually, I got some use for you. Um, I'm looking for, I'm looking for a certain young lad right now. That I need you to you know, you know, take out and bring to me. And you know, with this, he gives her another, you know, gives her another quirk for her body. Um, so now it it now she has so pretty much for her quirk, she could like pretty much turn her right arm into a rifle and then uses her hair to create bullets. Um and no that's hard i know right that's really crazy (laughs) um and i don't even think it's just like i think her like right i think it's not even just one type of gun that she could make her arm with right like she can do like different 
in a sense of different barrels, I'll say. Um, yeah. And like she can hit anything from what it was like a 300 kilometer, something like wild. Yeah. Because yeah. a snipe could only hit like 30. Yeah. So it's not good. Yeah. She can hit like, yeah. She can hit like 300 kilometers. Uh, no. Anything away. She can make these bullets that can do these crazy things. And, and so. She pretty much is just a you know she's a, a human sniper like legit like a human sniper um but no so like her and Deku having this battle uh is cool because you see uh you see Deku starting he's starting to use first of all he's able to use all for um one for all he's starting to use be able to use that at 45 percent pretty consistently mm-hmm. Um, he's also able to, um, you know, he's pulling out the, no, he's pulling out all the other quirks now, but you know, at at first he was like overextending himself. He was like trying to go 45% and use black whip and use the smoke screen and use five gen and use this, you know what I'm saying? And use the dangerous sense and use that and use that. So, you know, even the, the, you know, the president is like, yo, you gotta chill. Like you're about to like, you know what I'm saying? Like you're about to burn yourself out. Um, and then this chapter, he, he even acknowledges it in this chapter, uh, as we see Fajin, which is pretty much, he can store up kinetic energy in, in a limb after repeated movement. And then he's able to kind of release all that energy at once. So, you know, he even says, all right, listen, I just need to use my black whip. I use Fajin. I use, you know, uh, you know, off one ad or one for all at 45%. And he was like, okay, my body can handle that. So it was the first time we saw Fajin in the, in use where he was able to, you know, when, when he's using um, one for all, he, you know, he already has like the super speed and the super whatever, but then also adding the Fajin to it, he's able to like launch himself. You no, know, it like increases his speed and increases, yeah. you no, know, whatever. So you see him like launch himself, to save uh overhaul oh <laughs> because Nagat was like you know what you know I'm, I'm gonna see i'm gonna let me see how much of a hero you are you know she really tried to let off this shot to you know she was really trying to let off this shot to to get deku to make a move to save a person it's kind of like the whole it's, it's it's actually funny it's like poetic because in the overhaul yeah. arc that's how Mirio loses his power because mm-hmm. instead of shooting, no, they, no, instead of shooting Mirio, they tried to shoot the girl and then Mirio goes, says that, you know, tries to say his day and he gets hit. So it's probably like that's happening yeah. again, but this time it's the overhaul where she's like, all right, I'm going to shoot at overhaul, but I'm only doing it. So it's kind of like, you're going to try to go in and say the day I can hit you with another shot. But, you know, using, you know, with his new powers, Deku's on a whole nother level right now. Um, you know, and he, you know, he has his moment where he touches, you know, touches Lady Nagant's heart and she's like, you know what? Maybe being a hero wasn't so bad. And as soon as she has that thought, kablowy, kabloom, <laughs> villain of the year, villain of the year, poof, just blows her up. <laughs> a different breed. Dude, so evil. He's so evil, bro. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You gotta love those type of villains, though. It's like, oh yeah, nah, no happiness for you. We not having no touching moments. Not around here. Yeah, he said, no, nah, none of that, none of that. <laughs> I don't, I don't exist no more. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but man, my hero's been, my hero's been holding it down. Like you said, they've been really all gas, no breaks. Uh, we haven't even really 
seen what's going on. I mean, it's the beginning of second year for the rest of his classmates, and we haven't seen anything uh, what they're doing. Um, but right now, Deku is looking he's looking untouchable right now in terms of like the yeah. sheer power and, and strength. Like he's looking, he's looking pretty damn untouchable. Literally all he needs left is, I don't know. We, we still haven't gotten that last, uh, holders power, but all he honestly needs is like some type of defensive quirk. That's all he's missing. He has evasiveness. He has a smoke screen. I mean, he got maneuverability with black whip. He got float. Like all he needs is something to like harden his body. Something like uh, Kirishima to like be uh, a defensive nah, force. Do that. Be that's gonna be I'm so... saying he'll be broken. He'll be broken. <laughs> nah, that that's too OP. I mean, he's OP. He's like he's hitting OP now. He's leading OP now. And we still have one more quirk that he did. I hope it's something stupid like you can grow flowers or some shit. Chill out. <laughs> Got a green thumb. <laughs> He's a good gardener. Like, oh, oh man. man. But I, yeah, man, my, my hero's been on a different level. Um, it definitely has a late. Uh, man, uh, we were talking about it earlier. Um, Black Clover had a really good chapter this week. Uh, yeah. you know, seeing Noel, you know, get the water spirit. You know, Noel's, you no, know, like we said, like Noel's growth from really being not being able to even control her magic and kind of being mm-hmm. the 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 runt of the family to now, like yeah. you know, being being the they'll end up pretty much being coming stronger than her mom. I mean, and then now like yeah. fighting the villain, you know, that killed her mom. So it's like, you know, she's going to be the, really the one that gets the revenge for her family. What it seems like. Yeah. Real quick. I do want to go back a little bit. Cause we, now that we got black clover, I got to shout out Magna. Oh um, yeah. Magna. That man went hard in his uh, fights. Like when we went, th- when, when you were going through black clover and you saw the yummy stuff, I was like, my nigga, like, I don't. I don't think you understood. I I jumped out of my seat when I saw Yami through throw that uh, thrust cannon and took out all of Dante's whole soul, my nigga. Like <laughs> that was so crazy. But then it come to find out, like, no, that's not enough. He even hands off Asta like his uh, own blade before he gets like taken away. Like Yami and Asta couldn't stop this nigga. And then we get he, he even has a line where it's like, it doesn't matter, like who you put against me, whether it's a prodigy or whatever like that, like, I'm gonna still come out on top, just, like, trash talking the whole time. And then we get Magna, who really got left in the dirt by, like, dust by everybody. Like, he he was the only other peasant besides Asta, and Asta has a whole demon in him. He got, like, you know, plot armor out the ass. Uh, Everybody else, pretty much, Luck has the elf power-up. Vanessa got her witch powers, and, like, the little cat and you see just, like, all of everybody in the Black Bull is, like, progressing further and further, except Magna. And then he sits down with Zora, who's the trap nigga. Shout out to my nigga, Zora. Um, but, like, you see him sit down with him and is like, you know, I need to become stronger in my own way. I see you ha- you use your mind and you use your thinking and strategy to set traps and, like, make your power stronger that way. And so this man, Magna, literally sits down and studies. Like, he he's homeschooling himself and try to figure out different runes and capabilities to, like, power himself up just so he can fight Dante one-on-one. And the way that they show how Magna uses his abilities and, like, it is so well done in how he plays into his strength. Like, 
I, that's probably one of my favorite fights in all of Black Clover, just because of the growth that Magnus showed. And you know, and you you if you would take a one on one fight with somebody like Magna, and it, it just literally comes down to hands. He can soul change. Bro, you listen, and he just literally like he <laughs> he turned it into a, he literally went toe to toe. He said, "Fuck it, we must just slugfest this bitch." Like, yeah, hey, that's real. Hey, listen, he was real trusty on his chin. Like, you got to be real confident in your chin and just be like, you know what? What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna connect this chain to both of us, and all it's gonna do is mm-hmm. even out our magic power. And what we got, yes. that chain won't let go. We got to go toe to toe right now. When pretty much is like whoever dies dies. Like whoever, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like whoever, and yeah, bro, it is. It, it's so good in like that when when he does connect the chain and you have Dante here who's like never run out of magic before. He has a demon power in him. So it's like he thinks he has infinite mana. He thinks he has infinite magic. But because he's like burning through it trying to like fight Magna and Magna is just like, all right, I'm used to all of this power now. But like, you know, what I mean, I'm still going to throw these hands and he finally runs out of magic because he ain't never thought he could it could happen. And yeah, he was going. The he way was going full one hundred. He was going full one hundred the whole yeah. time. The boy, the boy ran yeah. out of gas. He never fought smart. <laughs> he ran out of gas. He was just like, man, shit. He was like, yeah, ain't never happened to you, has it? He was like, you never been broke before, have you? He was one of those moments. <laughs> he was like, listen, it's bro, so you good. never, you listen, you never had to sleep with the oven open or with the oven on, bro. <laughs> Not for real. Yeah, that was definitely one of those moments. That moment was crazy. Um. Yeah, yeah, like this whole like the the whole where they're at now, especially when they're fighting the demons and fighting all these devils, um is it is it's pretty hectic, it's pretty chaotic. Uh it's enjoyable yeah. though. It, I think that having all these different bosses, especially all of them at different levels, and also having I mean Magnus moment was great because like you say, he was kind of gone for a minute. You know, and say, and like the last time we yeah. saw him beforehand, he, you know, he looked like he was left behind by everybody else in terms of power and strength and all that. And then for him to kind of come yeah. back during that big moment and have that, um, you know, de- quote unquote defeating Dante because you know, you know they gotta, you know, yeah. you know, yeah. But, uh, but I mean that was a good <laughs> setup though for what's gonna happen next with Dante, uh, or that battle yeah. that's going on. Dante's probably fighting now, but. You know, even now when you got uh Noel versus uh what's the witch's name? Or the Oh uh, Polo Cheka. Yeah, Polo Cheka, I think. Um, you know, and, and having this moment where she's fighting pretty much the demon that killed her mom. And now mm-hmm. you know, and not only she's fighting like the demon that killed her mom, you know, now that she has control of the water spirit, the water spirit who has been protecting the heart kingdom for so long, who is you know who is now, you know, they're trying to save the heart queen and you get kind of this connecting story of the, what the, the, you know, the heart kingdom and what the, you know, the heart queen means to her and what this battle means to Noel and them being able to see in the middle of this, like, listen, we have this goal we both have kind of like our reasonings may be different, but our goal is still the same. And just seeing them kind of come together and create that power is really dope. And especially, like I said, like seeing from where Noel has come from to, to now, like even as a royal, where you know she's supposed to be of elite blood and she's supposed to have all this elite magic, you know when we first meet her, it's like she couldn't even, you know she could never control it, and she, you know her, her family has made her seem like the outcast for so long, 
and now that she has this like moment where like oh shit you know like like now she's popping up and they're like oh shit like jesus she's now she's possessing the water spirit like she's you know they'll say that she's that good now um you know so i yeah black clover is a this week's chapter was really dope especially because like you said you know noel noel coming into the battle and these are actually you know who all these characters now coming about characters we haven't even seen in a minute i think lux showing up too um and all yeah. them so having them pull up especially because it looked like a lot of the mages uh were backs were against the wall you got you know Asta yeah. right now who's helping out Natch and fighting those two like oh. second level or you no know, their second tier demons the twin sisters and yeah you know, all that other shit so yeah black over was fun this week yeah yeah, shout out to Noct for coming in though. Like he really just like cursed all of them niggas. I was like, bro, y'all are embarrassing. Like hey, that's my I'm dog. Hey, because you, you were like, yo, there's one more reveal that you're gonna see. I know you're gonna power you see it. I was, I was like, man, listen, I didn't know what it was because I, you know, figuring. Out, listen, you know's my dog. Like you know, you know is that's probably my yeah. favorite character. And like figuring out like he was like the prince of the Spade Kingdom and all that. Like that was already like I was like, God damn, like you know what I'm saying? Like damn, my dog's going crazy. Yeah. It also made you know it was yeah. cool because it made a lot of sense, especially when you see how powerful he is. But you're like, nah, there's one more, bro. There's one more that's gonna be on the same level. And it's like, fucking uh, Nash came through. I was like, oh hell! I was like, this is different. <laughs> then you figure out the backstory between him and Yami and his twin brother. I was yeah. like, oh, I was like, this yeah. is cold. This thing is cold. Oh um, yeah, man. Well, okay. So we, we, I mean, we're talking about Outcast, but I want to, I want to end on in this episode talking about a particular outcast that has been going absolutely crazy it's gonna be a it's a it's an outcast appreciation uh uh episode we're not talking about big boy and andre mm-hmm. 3000 though um <laughs> quick quick touch on one piece which is but listen i think is why how much longer we got of 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 wano bro are, are we going another forty? I, we might have another 20 to 25 chapters because here's the thing wano wano is such a, wano is probably my favorite arc right now i ain't gonna hold you just because it's been non-stop gas in my opinion we get like reveals a lot of backstories and i think we're about to get into like the final final part where like you know luffy is down Luffy is supposedly down for the count. We still ain't like get Kaido's full backstory like we got Big Mom um, and Whole Cake. Um, and we 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 got this one character Yamato here, and like she she we don't know anything about her. Like we've basically seen everybody else and how they fit into the story except her. And like everything is centered around Kaido for the most part, and he's just like washing niggas. Like he caught like what two bodies in the well? No, he caught. He caught this one body. I ain't gonna hold you. And this was like a great body. And he thought he caught Luffy. But like niggas have been dropping left and right in one piece. And I think with Wano itself, we still have to get through like Kaido. Gotta get Luffy back. Um, Big Mom got her own plans. We got stuff with Kid and Law. Um, it's just so crazy. There's a lot of stuff going on and a lot of moving pieces in One Piece right now. Yeah, it's and pretty so chaotic in One it's Piece. A lot it's, it's, it's very, very chaotic yeah. in One Piece. It's one of those things where it's like, I, I enjoyed One Piece a lot because there are moments where you can like mindlessly read. Like you can read and not really like pay yeah. attention. But it's like one of those moments where like shit, I like every page, I'm like, fuck, what's happening? Damn, this is happening. Like, yeah. oh shit. Like that's yeah, happening. And it's so much to keep up with. Yeah. Like we just got Sanji back. Yeah, just like- Sanji. <laughs> 
He holding Zoro like a blunt. You feel me? Like say, Zoro, queen around. Zoro looked like the cross blunt they were smoking on Pineapple Express. <laughs> That's what he looked like right now. Man, that boy. Oh man, I love how he wrapped up too, and he's still talking shit. Like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, Chopper, heal him up. He has a strength of ten men. He was like twenty thousand. <laughs> <laughs> right it's so good <laughs> man uh man crazy but no nah, man i think for hold on and we also got to talk about i mean last it was last week's chapter but the absolute funniest shit r.i.p r.i.p ketamon bro but oh yeah <laughs> when hey, kaido yo. smacks him with that club and it's just like you just see his like head melt, and it looks just like a Tom and Jerry skit, bro. Like that shit <laughs> is so funny. I'm mad that they didn't put like bonk on like somewhere. <laughs> he couldn't get back up like the little accordion, bro. Like, oh man, they should have did. He, yeah, they they should have had him like um, like you know what I'm saying. He could have had like short kid about like his like body's really tiny, but his his arms are still really long. Like man, we should have had something. Oh my god, that bro, he he has had that that. Okay, first of all, Kaido went mad overkill too on his death. Like he smashes oh, him yeah. in the oh, head, yeah. and then he walks on him, and then he stabs him in the back, and then goes. Well, it was like most people don't know how to accept defeat. Uh, like it's just I'm like, like bro, what lesson are you trying to teach right now? Like, because here's the thing about Kaido. Like last chapter, he literally just told everybody, like, bro, I put y'all nigga down. I put y'all captain down. If y'all throw down y'all weapons and just work for me, ain't nobody else gotta die. Like Kaido be trying to give folks a chance to like live and work for him, but like that and that's some villain shit. Like this nigga just wants to build an army because he knows he's strong, and it's just like I ain't really trying to kill you. I see your worth. Just work for me. And it's like everybody's in there, like, bro, screw that. You know, Zoro and Sanji had that moment, and people are still fighting because it's Luffy. Of course, yeah. Not I mean, down. yeah. I mean, I mean, when you roll, that's you know, it's the it's the you know the whole power of friendship. You know, believing in your homie. You know, seeing your homie don't mm. put off some amazing things beforehand. So you're like, bro, you know what I'm saying? You think he's dead? Like, man, whatever. Like, you just never, you ain't exactly. never seen him work before. Like, I mean, I was pretty much exactly. off this. You know, that's what everyone was pretty much saying this chapter of us. Like, man, listen, all we got to do is just step up until he come back. Uh, exactly. You know, and, and you see it happening with all of them. But hey, listen, it's a it was definitely a, a weekend full of full of villains going overboard. Hey, bro, yeah, it's real Maki appreciation though. Real Maki appreciation day. Cause this was <laughs> listen, listen. The entire time we've gone back, Maki has been on a fucking different level. Like yes, God, bro. Oh my God. So okay, okay, okay. Jujutsu Kaisen. You know we're we're getting we're 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 getting in you know after Shibuya we learned about the Cullen Games you know they're trying to plan and get ready for the Cullen Games you know uh you know you get, you get Megumi who's kind of just you know he's the head of the Zenin Clan now and he's just kind of like bro I don't fucking want this shit and Maki's like no you need to take this because it's gonna be beneficial for us and she was like you know what I'm going to go back I'm going to go to the you know. I'm gonna go back to the clan. I'm gonna make go to get some cursed tool objects. So we kind of, you know, she was like, "Listen, we need to be strapped up and ready for the calling games. I need to be ready." You know, and you gotta remember, Maki has no cursed energy. Like Maki can't, yeah. you know, she can't use cursing. None of that. Like even like, so, you know, it is. And, and okay, here's a funny thing too. 
I'll get into it after I don't explain where we're at. Um, but then when we get back, we figure out that you know the the other Zenin clan people are they're not they're not really for Magumi being you know the clan head, and they're really not for Maya Maki even being a part of the clan no more. Um, uh-huh. so you know Maki goes into the you know Maki goes into you know the curse energy or the curse tool um vault that they have so she can grab some weapons and figures out they cleared it out and you know she just sees her dad there and he's like you know what like he just just starts talking down on her belittling her just talking about like like, you're not worth anything (laughs) yeah both of y'all are disappointments like talking down on my too like my is laid there bloodied up like he done finished beating her up and it's just insane how they describe the Zenning family in this way because you you get into the backstory with Maki and Mai and how they say like twins are basically uh, frowned upon because they split the their abilities like Mai Mai got the cursed energy and Maki kind of got like the heavenly restriction she's basically like Toji in that regard and also shout out to Toji that man is a menace hey, after death real top one post mortem my hey, nigga listen like, my nigga bro <laughs> Toji's a different breed a different breed bro listen big Toji Yo. over here. Toji be walking, man. Listen, Toji, big dog around in these damn Jujutsu streets, bro. Listen, fuck having curses scared of you. You have straight Jujutsu sorcerer scared of you. Yes, you have no curse energy. You have no none of that. You have straight sorcerer scared of you. Only one sorcerer can really stand up to you. And he has to. And you basically like beat it. You almost beat this man the first time. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. And, and mind you, it's it's probably the greatest sorcerer to ever live. That's the that's the one loss that you have in your on your in your, on your resume. Exactly. Like every time we see Toji on page, that man is a menace. We see him come back in Shibuya, straight savagery inside of somebody else's domain. Snatched a weapon out of Maki's hands to go to work, like. It is so insane, like how hey, great punch, Toji hey, is. He punches that. <laughs> hey, he punches that old lady's head off. He's a different yeah. breed, bro. Listen, man, Toji's a different breed. Like the oh man, this is gonna go. And I'm gonna I mean, listen. We're about to get into my whole why did you two Kaisen's goat talk? And I, you know, I, I'm not I, listen. We gotta say that for I'm, another. I'm for listen, we got. I gotta, listen, I gotta say that for another episode, another day. But um. <laughs> But nah, man, you you get uh so pretty much though back to what's kind of going on in Jujutsu, you know, Maki, you know, has to fight her dad, and she's like, "Fuck it, oh well, like I have to, I have to fight him," and she she loses his first round, um, and he throws him in his vault, and this is kind of the moment where you kind of get Maki and Mai's story together, and you get this really emotional death where Maki has to watch Mai die, and in the hands of you know, they, they throws him in his room where like all these curses are locked up, and um. Uh, um, he, he releases a cage pretty much and all these curses come and, you know, they kill, they kill Mai, but then Maki comes out and it's like the, the, <laughs> what I love so much is that they, they have the Toji parallels happening while she's absolutely yeah. dismantling the entire Zenin clan. Um, yes. she kills her dad. Um, they send like all the, you know, this is, this is, this is Jujutsu Kaisen's Itachi moment pretty much 
where she is yes. legit yeah. wiping out the entire clan, killing every single person. So they are. Um, I find it funny how like they 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 introduce the other sides of the clan. Like they show like yeah, the clan has several divisions. We got like this squad division led by you know one of the guys way back at the beginning of the arc and then you have noya who's like the head of what is it hey and like they show like all of these different characters have all these different ranks all just to get washed by maki like (laughs) beating the brakes off these cats they sent like a hundred listen it was one of those like i'm in the club with a hundred thousand nigga moments and like she was like smoking all of them like four or five cats rushing her at a time she's just murking them I mean, like just on a completely different level of yo, like mock, like once again they have they they make how even just how it's drawn, like the actual yeah. art style. It's like she's so menacing, like she's so like it, it, she's just on a different level. Um, and then in this later, I mean, in the chapter before, you know, you see her take out her uncle, you see her take out all the foot soldiers, you see, you know, everybody, she's killing her cousins, all of them. Um, and final yeah. last standing is between her and uh, Naoya. And, you know, we see Naoya before when he fought Chozo. And, you know, he kind of, Chozo, Chozo didn't really win. He got lucky. Um but I won't say he got lucky. He almost won, but then you know the Utah situation. I mean, you know, but Utah pulled up and saved Noya. Me and say kind of, but I don't. <laughs> even Nicola said that like while he's fighting Maki, he was like the reason, only reason why he ever won is because I let up. Is because I kind of just like you know what I'm saying. He was like I didn't go 100. percent So he's like I'm about to go 100 percent against Maki though, and for him to. You know, first of all, for her to even install that fear in him of like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh shit, like I have to go 100%. And like, the, I think the greatest part is that he keep, first of all, you get the 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 first time I think Naoya meets Toji in the beginning, or at least like has his first interaction with him. And the whole time he's fighting Maki, he's like, you're not Toji. Like, you're not him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like this man's name just still rings fear into these folks. Um... And, you know, he's, he's like, telling her, like, you're not him. And she she damn near proves this man, or not even damn near, she proves this man wrong at the end where she's uh-huh. able to, you know, he, you know, Naila's cursed energy allows him to move at, like, supersonic speed. Um, but he's able to, like, do, like, tw- is it uh, 24 moves per second. So yeah. he's doing, he's hitting her. He looks like he's winning. And this entire time, she's counting his moves. In this entire like you just see her counting and she's counting all the moves that he's doing like per second or whatever. Then finally she just stops and she holds this form and she's like, All right, like come like come in, like come in, come get embraced. And <laughs> he thinks that he got her like held down, pinned down, and she punches this man's face into the ground. And I'm like, yo, Ma- Maki, how like I have never seen a character built up like this in a very long, like, yeah, like, I just, bro, like, how they have built her up, the strength that she, like, looks, how strong she looks right now is crazy to me. It's absolutely insane to me how, like, strong Maki looks and how just the, the, the way they did it. I love how gruesome it is, too. Like, she didn't just, like, 
kill her dad. Like she sliced like half of it. It's like she sliced half of his head off. She didn't just kill her uncle. She decapitated that man and walked with his head in his hand and like dropped it in front of his. You know what I'm saying? Like dropped it in front of his nephew. Like he's just. It, it wasn't just her defeating these guys. She completely brutalized and mutilated them. And she, yeah. you know, um, you know, and, and, you know, you've seen my and Maki's, you know, relationship with each other where, you know, they, you know, they've had their bouts and their spouts and whatever, but you always knew it was always that sisterly love between them. And that just that moment of, of my dying, snapping and breaking, you know, uh maki it's just bro this this whole this whole everything right now is probably this is this is one of the greatest strings of chapters that jujutsu kaisen has put together this is one of the greatest strings of chapters that um in manga right now like we talk about fucking my hero being all gas no breaks man shit this shit's goddamn full you know what i'm saying this <laughs> is nice goddamn. <laughs> goddamn you you heard their foot on the pedal it's breaking through the floor of the car right now you know what i'm saying like they got she's on a complete on a gigs on the uh completely different level right now man she's on a completely different level yeah yeah this i remember saying a while ago like you know I needed something to push over Jujutsu Kaisen for me to be into that top spot. And, like, the development that they've given Maki over the last few chapters really is, like, pushing it there for me. Like, the way that Jujutsu Kaisen sets up the characters and it's it's all, like, kind of tell and then don't show until later. And then it's, like, show you what these niggas mean straight up and then tell you, like, down the road as they're showing you again. Like, when we see from the beginning... um back when Sukuna fought Megumi for the first time. And I, I, I picked it up because I was also rereading Jujutsu Kaisen a bit. I picked up, like, he was going to summon um, the eight divine generals that he did when Sukuna fought him the second time. Um, but you kind of pick up, like, small hints of that. Like, we see Gojo use hollow purple for the first time. And then we get into the past arc where he shows how he combines the two when he fights Toji. Like, they do a lot of th- great things where it's they show you, like, kind of a snippet of something but it kind of fails or they'll show you something like and don't really explain into it like we even see with um noya's dad in the shibuya arc where we see how that frame per second thing works and how he's able to freeze like movements of his targets but then we get maki here and like she really breaks down like his his work and movement like i think bro when we get to the anime and the anime does this this is gonna be like the cleanest and this is gonna be anime of the year again like i'm sorry like I'm saying again because it might be anime of the year this year. Like I'm sorry, um, but yeah, man, Jujutsu Kaisen is really doing something special in, in in that it's taking a lot of the story and it's not only just showing you the different things, but it kind of like progressively builds on top of it while just giving you the action that you want behind it. Like, and I think what I'm starting to appreciate with Jujutsu Kaisen more is like. They aren't really just like showing you how bad a character might be either because they'll touch back. They'll touch base on another character. Like, I don't think that they show the Zenin family and all of these rankings and all of this stuff for nothing. Like, they wouldn't have just introduced all of these people and not probably give some type of like backstory. So I think we're not done with the Zenin family, even though they're done in the main story. I think we're going to like 
show like how the the jujutsu world led up to this point because we still haven't gotten much of like the Kamo family we still haven't gotten much of gojo family outside of just gojo himself um there's a lot left in jujutsu kaisen even though like the author said like two two and a half years bro like i think the two years is gonna be jam packed. We we about to get the culling games. We might get something after that, like the the final story arc. It, I think we just bro, Jujutsu Kaisen is having one of the best runs in Shonen Jump. Man, another level. It's really king right now. It's really king. Yeah. If like, yeah. But man, it's been it's been a lot to catch up on. It's been a lot to catch yeah, up man. on. We talked about a lot. We're happy to be back. Oh, it's. Oh yeah, like I said, we're happy to be back weekly, so we could we could talk about these things together now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, talk man. about them together. So <laughs> appreciate, um, you know what I'm saying? Appreciate everyone listening to the you know the welcome back episode of the Big Eyes Podcast. As always, we didn't move anywhere. We're on the Lookout Network, so make sure you're following and you're subscribing to the Lookout RNC wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you're following us on all socials at the Lookout RNC. You know, we're just, you know, we we having fun on the Twitter. You know, we getting having fun on the Instagram. So, yeah, man, stay, you know, talk to us. Well, you know, about manga. If you hear something in here where, you know, I've, I you know, if y'all want to make fun of me for having to eat the crow, like, yo, listen, bro. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and make sure that you guys are following RNC Radio Live. You know, you're one-stop shop for all things podcast, pop culture, all of it. So make sure you're subscribed there. And that you're uh, following on Twitter. That's at RNC Radio Live. Um, make sure you're following One Mage Academy. You know where AD is posting just a lot of cool things. You know it's like a it's like One Mage Academy now is turned to like one of them aesthetic pages. So you know what I'm saying it's just you no. Know, <laughs> so make sure you make sure you're tapped in over there. But man, you know what? We're, we're happy to be back. AD, what's the what's the sign off? We back with more manga, with more anime. Please drink more water, live more life, take care. We back, baby. We back. <laughs> <laughs>